you're listening to this and you haven't seen the movie, fucking spoilers galore. With Cinema. Bonus episode. Welcome back to War With Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collecto. And we are talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because we both went and saw it. It was. We did. We watched that one together, and uh, we both have varied opinions on this movie. Yeah, we do. And I was actually really surprised, because when this movie ended, I was like, fuck, I loved it so much. And you're like, eh, it was okay. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? It, I, like I said, it, like I was with it for the most part up until the end, man. Like mm-hmm. I just... Did, hated that ending yeah that's why i wanted to do this because uh we talked briefly after the movie ended but mm. i wanted to do like a deep like bit of a deep dive on our opinions about this because yeah but basically it's the new quentin tarantino movie the it's ninth out, one yeah it's out in theaters as we're recording this right now and uh and it's loosely based on the manson family and the killings of uh mm. what's her name um sharon tate, tate yeah and uh but it's loosely based like it's mostly about uh it's about DiCaprio who plays a a, a aging actor uh, you know who got big in westerns uh mm-hmm. what's his name uh Jack uh or no that's his no that's his real that's his name the actor's name right I don't know cuz uh, dude I'm bad with names I remember the actor's name not the character they played cuz I'm terrible that's gonna bother me. Pull it up on the phone. He, uh, they're made up characters. They're they're, not I know great. they're made up characters, but like he's the actor, and Brad Pitt plays the stuntman, mm-hmm. and uh, he's getting older, and he's like not getting. He went from being the leading man in his own show to he's now doing like one one guest appearance on being a bad guy on a show, or you know, you know. Little little cameos here and there. Like he's getting paid and he's still making money, but like he just knows that his star is fading. Yeah. And uh Leonardo DiCaprio's character, Rick Dalton. Rick Dalton, man. And uh Brad Pitt is Cliff Booth. Cliff I knew Cliff Booth, Booth yeah. because he says his own name so much. Mm-hmm. And then Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate. And the guy from Justified, the one that played Dewey. Yep. He's he plays Charles Manson, which fuck, he was in that movie for what, thirty seconds? Mm-hmm. If that like, if that. And yeah, the uh, this is about the, uh, the, the, the how it ties in loosely is like Cliff Booth's character goes and finds where the Manson family where is. Where they're like, hiding li- out at, yeah. I wouldn't say they're hiding, but well, yeah, you know what I mean. they're, uh, they're living out in this old... Where they used to shoot westerns. Yeah, exactly. That he was a stuntman for DiCaprio. Like. But apparently that's real, that's true. Like, that's actually real life. Mm. They did that to that old man. I thought they killed him. Did they not? No, he actually was blind, and he let them stay there for like sexual favors and stuff like that. I was that. about to say for 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 one, like if y'all want to go do, if you've ever, if you know Dakota Fanning from her early work as a child star, she ain't a kid no more. Heck no. She's in this movie for five and a half minutes, and she brings the fucking pain. Yes. Her. You're gonna have to shake him real good. <laughs> Fucked his brains out this morning. I'm like, good god, Dakota, like. <laughs> You were in Man on Fire. You were adorable. Watch your mouth. Like <laughs> Denzel took bullets for your little ass. But yeah. Now, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's I'm not hating on it because it was bad. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a shit movie. It was it's, strictly the ending. 
Yeah, for me, anyways. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the ending real quick. The ending, uh, he he reimagines history mm-hmm. where... Uh, he did the same thing he did in fucking Glorious Bastards, which I didn't even think about until you pointed it out to me. Yep. Because Hitler did not die like that. Well, we don't fucking really know how Hitler died. But well, they say what he we've killed been himself. Told, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they machine gunned the shit out of his ass. Yeah, like you one. said, they turned his face into hamburger meat. <laughs> that was for the Jews, though, man. They yeah. needed that win. They did. And that's how they all wish his ass went out. And that's exactly what he's doing here. He's giving, he's painting Sharon Tate in a brighter light. He wants her to be remembered for her as a person and, and like, not for these fucking horrific murders. And he does exactly to the, the Manson family, what should have been done to them Yeah, is he murders them horrifically. And yeah. it's the greatest part of this whole fucking movie. I, I, I probably didn't appreciate it as much at the time, but you are right. That is great. Watching those fuckers get exactly what they should have Whenever Brad Pitt was slamming the girl's head into the mantle until, and then he looks at it, her, her face is smashed in. It, and he's like, hamburger that's, not, meat, yeah. that's not good enough. So I'm going to slam it on this coffee table a little bit more just to make sure like that fucked me up. You're not quite dead enough. My yeah, exactly. dog didn't fuck you up quite enough. And then he, uh, um, DiCaprio gets his flamethrower from uh, it's, it's a prop. Yo, want some sauerkraut? <laughs> yeah, he brings his flamethrower from his uh, prop that he had from an old movie and then lights one of the girls up. Like, I love the little cutaway. That shit was classic Tarantino. He's like, shit, man, it took me two weeks, so I wanted to look good with it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he's like, he's like, shit, it's hot as fuck. We can't do something. It's, it's a flamethrower, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> shit was great. But, like I said, he 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 does the classic Tarantino man. Like he's got me on the edge of my seat. Like I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. The the dialogue. The fuck. I want to know how much money he spent just making that shit look like 1969 for real. Like, well, the budget was uh 95 million dollars. I know where it went because they really made L.A. look like straight up fucking. Like uh, like 1969, man. Yeah, dude, he put so much. The production. cars, dude. That's like fifty, sixty thousand dollar cars just riding by, mm-hmm. and it's like a fucking ice cream truck, but it's the one you would have saw on that corner. Yeah, exactly. He he really put a lot of detail in this movie, like even to the logos of like the restaurants mm-hmm. and stuff that would have uh, been around that time. Yeah, I loved it so fucking much. The clothes, everything about this movie. Yeah. But like, and but that's the thing, and like I said, that's what pissed me off because he's so brutal sometimes in the way like Kill Bill, like Mm -hmm. you watch Uma Thurman get raped in a well, you don't watch her get, but they insinuate that she got raped in a coma. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. You watch Ving Rhames get buff fucked Mm -hmm. with a gag in his mouth and a fucking gimp, and you know, and like. Kill Bill, like I said, she's chopping motherfuckers' arms off and this and that. Re- uh, Reservoir Dogs, you watch old boy get his ear sawed off. Fucking Tim Roth is bleeding all over the fucking floor the whole time. Yeah, his violence is, like, trademarked. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? So when... I, I don't know if it was... It disappointed me because he didn't show the brutality of the way those people died. Mm-hmm. And that's, like you said, now thinking back on it, it's probably what he was going for. Like, I'm not going to talk about the tragedy of it. Yeah. I talk about what I wish would have happened. Mm-hmm. But, because um, I mean, I never saw it coming that he was going to do those people like that, you know, even though, like you said, that's what people would have wanted to see for real. Yeah. But uh, I don't but, know, man. I just saw Tarantino like, can I really show a baby being cut out of a woman's belly? 
Fuck it, we're gonna go for it. Oh, Django. Fuck, Django's hella violent mm-hmm. and hateful late. Hella gory, hella violent. Like, yeah. Well, that's what he did that was so genius to me is he put the violence in there, but he turned it on its head and did the violence to the people that it actually should have happened to. Yeah. I guess like probably going back when I watch it again, because I'm going to watch it again. Like I said, I loved, I loved the movie. Just, I don't know. There's just a couple things in it that pissed me off. Fucking Pacino, side note, Pacino did a great fucking job in his oh, whole part. Oh, he was part. great. You know, he, uh, what was he, like a German dude in this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he killed that shit. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking Pacino. Like, he could yeah, yeah. be anybody he wants. Um, but, You know those voiceovers mm-hmm. that were in the movie? You know, that's Kurt Russell. Yeah. And then, you know, you know what I thought was crazy? I swore to God when he popped up and he was Stuntman, I mm-hmm. thought he was the character for fucking Grindhouse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's yeah. even got the same hairdo. Yeah. You know, like I was like, is he fucking Stuntman Mike? I will shit bricks if he says I'm Stuntman Mike. <laughs> like, but they didn't go for it. And then the chick from, uh, from Death Proof, yeah. Zoe, whatever, she's a real life badass, like X Games stunt woman chick. And like when she was in that movie and she does the thing where she's on the hood of the car, like she does shit like that every day. Yeah. And she's playing his wife in it. And that shit was great. Yo, shout out to the guy that did the Bruce Lee impersonator. It, really though, that guy did the facial expressions, the hand movements, the all that man. That guy, he was fucking. He, he great. put on spot, fucking on, dude. Um, I've heard a couple of people talk about that scene. Like apparently, that was supposed to be just a because it was um, Brad Pitt's character, mm. like remembering old times, because that's what it right, was. He right. was he was on the Why top he of the roof. Be a stuntman anymore? Yeah. yeah, and he was remembering that, but that's how he remembers it. But that's not actually probably what happened. Because I know you were pissed off how he handled Bruce Lee. You're uh, like that would never fucking happen. Uh, Bruce Lee would have broke that motherfucker down. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's just how he wanted himself to imagine it happening, not actually how it did. Yeah, Bruce Lee would have fucked him. It fucked his world up. Mm-hmm. Dude. And I love that they actually used what he was doing at that time in his life. Like he was being Kato yeah. for Green Hornet, which, and he's in the fucking Kato get up, man, except the mask. If they had put the mask on him, that would have been a clutch, but <laughs> I was happy with what they did, except uh, he's kicking our stars ass. First of all, for the record, nobody kicked Bruce's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was great. And that's exactly how Bruce Lee would have said that shit. Like nobody's kicking my ass, bro. What are you talking yeah. about? He got fucking lucky. But that's the thing. I love his uh, attention to detail. Yes. Like you were saying, like, this is when he was doing Kato and everything. Like, it just fits so perfectly. It's like, I mean, I know Quentin Tarantino was probably alive in 69, mm-hmm. but he, I don't know. It's like, you'd feel like he was the same age he is now then. Yeah. Cause uh, right now there's a, uh, resurgence. Well, it's been around for a couple years now, but nostalgia for like the eighties, mm. people love that shit, but. Quentin Tarantino, 60s and 70s, that's his nostalgia. Right. So that's where he keeps going back with his movies, which I love. I love yeah. that's the golden age of film. Right. Like most of my favorite films are from that era. Well, like even with like Django and Hateful Eight, like he picked a genre. Like people don't give a shit about westerns for the most part anymore. Mm-hmm. Like me. I, think- I don't I have three western movies dvds in my collection i don't care about westerns but i love this movie right so you're right and you know what i mean like and i fucking I've, we've already talked about it. i fucking love Django, mm-hmm. and like i said he took an old style like because it's a real deal like it's like those old clint eastwood movies the man with no name outlaw josie wales like spaghetti westerns like that's how he filmed it 
Yeah. You know, big gunshots, big fucking blood splatters when they're getting hit. Like, Quentin is great. That's his greatness in, in a can right there is this like he will take you and make you feel like you are there mm-hmm. at that time period. In that moment, he nails that shit. And that's one every time. That's one thing that I loved about this movie so much is his technical ability. Like this man is so proficient in filmmaking. It's mm-hmm. fucking mind boggling because I cannot I could never do what he, this man does. He he switches between his like because he sh- shoots in film. Did you mm-hmm. know that? Yeah. He doesn't shoot digital. Yeah, I know. That's, that's crazy to me. Cool as shit. Yeah, and but anyway, he has his own style, like this gritty style. Mm. But in this movie, he's going back to the 1960s. Like he wants it to look aged, and it looks so well. It looks like it's being filmed in the fucking 60s. It really at does. Certain parts, you know what I mean? Yeah, it looks a li- like there's parts of it look a little modern, but right, for the right. most part, you feel like you're you're in a fucking time machine, just watching these people's lives, like yep. in this random day in 1969. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and I love that he's able to like flip flop between the two and make it look so seamless, <laughs> like. Well, that takes some serious talent. If you just look at the order and his shits come out, like mm-hmm. he rarely ever does the same shit twice. Yep. With Kill Bill, obviously those were put together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's supposed to be the same shit. And yep. then Django and Hateful Eight, while they're not have anything to do with each other, but they're still that same genre about Westerns. But like you look at Reservoir Dogs, his first movie, that's about a bank robbery gone wrong. Pulp Fiction is about 40 different characters' lives and shit interacting weaving in and out mm-hmm. and then jackie brown's of the 70s 70s early 80s i yeah. think you know I can't, 70s a soul yeah that's what i'm saying and you feel like you're there with that and then after that he goes into inglorious bastards it was that was that next or am i wrong i don't know the orders of his movie uh, i feel like you're way yeah, out yeah. if you're trying to do this in order you're way off anyway so no no he did the kill bills i'm sorry after he did jackie brown he did the Kill Bills, mm-hmm. and then he did Inglorious Bastards a couple years after that. And Inglorious Bastards is like nothing else. That's a fucking remake, and he does it so differently you can't even tell. Yep, because it's just Quentin. That's what he does. Yeah, I love that he kind of writes and directs his own movies. Like I just love that about him. He's not taking right, right. Yeah, and and okay, and like he did Inglorious Bastards, and then like he could have done another war movie. He could have done whatever. Exactly, he could have like do two fucking spaghetti westerns mm-hmm. and touch on a bunch of shit that's gonna make a bunch of people uncomfortable, but they're gonna fucking love it because yeah. I'm good at what I do. Exactly, he's not like reading scripts and being like, "Oh, I want to make this movie." He's like, "No, I'm gonna make my own fucking movie." No, that's I'm why he only write has this nine. Pitch. Yeah, that's why yeah. he always says the ninth, the eighth, whatever, because. He does all that shit. That's, mm-hmm. He goes to a studio, says, give me fucking money, and I'm going to make you a hit. And yep. he goes out and does it. Yeah, I think this one's already made its fucking... Like, this thing <laughs> Probably. is like... Probably, yeah. Uh, this thing is a hit, and I love it. Like, I really didn't expect people to go and watch this as much as they are, but I appreciate that they are, because this is... You don't see movies like this much anymore. That's kind of why I don't go to the movies that often, because yeah. it's kind of like a rehashing of what has already been done. I mean, it sucks that it's out at the same time as fucking Lion King. Of course, it's not going to be fucking Lion King, yeah. but it's number two. Mm-hmm. It was number two the weekend it came out, and it's I think it was number two this past weekend. Yeah. And, I mean, the dude's great at what he does. I mean, who else would have had the balls to go up against the Disney Titan? You know what I mean? Right. Like, he does have like, some balls. No, I want shit three months away from anything Disney's putting but out. But he knows people love him, too. He knows he's a cultural icon. Well, you put like, his fucking name on the screen. But he's one of the last 
great filmmakers that we have, and it makes me so sad. I agree with that statement because, like, Scorsese, he doesn't do much anymore, even though, sidebar, can't wait for the fucking Irishman. We're Did you watch review. the trailer? Oh, my God. It's five seconds, and I'm like, it's still fucking great. Like, <laughs> me too. I just can't wait to see that de-aging shit because supposedly for a quarter of the fucking movie, you're going to see De Niro at like whatever fucking age he is, but mm-hmm. he's going to look like he did in Godfather two. Yeah. Cause they, uh, they had a part in the trailer. He's like, he's a good, he's a good, he's a good boy. And it's like, I, mm. I was like, was that Robert De Niro? He looks so young. Yeah. So I was and they like, did the same thing there. I guess they did the same thing to Pacino, Pesci, Cattell, all of them. Like when I'm they're so in it, fucking stoked. That's, we're going to do a fucking, we're going to do. Oh yes. We're going to talk sure. about that one. For and sure. that, the greatest thing about this, which I think is fucking genius and it's going to blow the whole, Hollywood movie game on its fucking neck like it's probably gonna make more money on Netflix than it would have at the fucking movie theater because mm-hmm. everybody's got Netflix yeah exactly not everybody goes to the movies yeah I don't know how their thing works so hey I hope it does their well algorithm or whatever the fuck yeah. Yeah. how they make money on well Netflix. that 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 new one with Jennifer Aniston and uh, Adam Sandler mm-hmm. they equated it to where it would have been the number one movie when it came out if it had went to theaters instead of being a straight Netflix movie. So mm-hmm. whatever they're doing they're making their money back cuz I guarantee Adam Sandler got his fucking money already. Yeah. He signed like a four movie deal and then he re-upped with another four and that's the one of the ones we got out of that. Oh, true. But yeah, man. Apparently it was funny. I tried to watch it but I loved it. I thought it was stupid and hilarious, man. Like, it, I, I say stupid hilarious. It was like, it reminded me of classic Sandler. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, sometimes some of the movies he puts out nowadays, it's just like, fuck you, bro. They I've are seen turds. this already. Like, what was it? They uh, Ridiculous, Ridiculous Six. six. Oh I can't God. make it through the fucking credits of that bullshit. I liked Grown Ups 2. Hated Grown Ups 1. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... Yeah, I'm not. I mean, we're not here to talk about fucking Sandler. Yeah, we're here to talk about this great shit. Um, well, we talked about the movie for the most part. So, what's your? Tell me your Quentin Tarantino. Like, what's your favorite Quentin Tarantino? Pulp Fiction, hands down. Yeah. So, where does it go down from there? I would have to say you got Pulp Fiction at one. I'm gonna go Django at two because I just fucking love Django. Mm-hmm. Jamie Fox is the baddest motherfucker on planet earth because of that movie. And then I'll probably go reservoir dogs for three. Um, the kill bill one for four and glorious bastards five kill bill two, Jackie Brown once upon a time of Hollywood and then fucking wrap it up with, uh, Jackie Brown, Jackie Brown's last. Damn, Jackie Brown's last. It's just like there's great dialogue and shit, but there's just not a lot going on in that fucking movie, bro. I I don't know why I like it so much. It's just my favorite. It's De Niro, man, and Sam Jackson, bro. (laughs) Yeah, motherfucker. (laughs) Like mine is Jackie Brown is my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. It always has been. I don't know why. Like it beats out Pulp Fiction for some reason. I just enjoy it a lot more. Yeah, that shit baffles me. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But then Pulp Fiction is number two on my list. It's got to be. Yeah. And then I would have to say the Kill Bills, like both of them together. I don't separate them. Oh, I do because I think part two is way more fucking boring than one. Yeah, I like it still. Like it's just one big movie to me. Like it holds its own. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it's a different, whole different kind. And then I... I love Reservoir Dogs, so yeah, it goes Reservoir next. Dogs too. Then I'd have to say Inglorious Bastards, uh, Hateful Eight, 
And then Django. Django's last? Yeah. Have you fucking seen it? Yeah. That's the thing. I, I So many people talk about how much they love it. And I, I really, really liked it. But I didn't like it as much as his other films. So I might have missed something. So I'm I gonna, might have to go back and rewatch it. I would have fucking changed your mind right now about why Django is so fucking great. Oh, I didn't even put this movie on the list. What am I talking about? Um, This one is going to go... Oh, right yeah. under Reservoir Dogs. So it's number four? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I, 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 I'm I being unfair putting it at eight. I, I could probably... I'd move it above the two Kill Bills. And I'll put it above, obviously, Jackie Brown. But it'll sit right under Inglorious Bastards, I would mm-hmm. think. So probably four or five for me. Sounds fair. Yeah, but... but uh, what were you going to say? What's going to change my mind about... Oh, dude. All right, look, DiCaprio, not only in this, but everything this motherfucker does, yeah. he acts his fucking ass off. He's in that movie for like, I, I can't remember the exact number of minutes, but it's it's truly supporting actor. And he didn't win an Oscar for it, and it's a fucking crime. Mm-hmm. Because he's such a good actor, whatever part he is, like, if he's the hero, I'm fucking rooting for him. If he's very rarely the villain or whatever, I'm... If he's the victim, I'm 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 right there, like I'm hurting with him. Fucking love gangs in New York. He's like the good guy, the bad guy, out for vengeance, whatever. He's in this movie for literally a fourth of it, and he is such a good actor, bro, that I fucking hate him. Yeah, his one way street, his simple minded Southern way of looking. And that's exactly how our fucking ancestors acted back then. Yeah, you're right. And he captures that shit. And the part where he slams his fucking hand down on the table, he little deal cut his fucking hand wide open, had to go get like 10, 12 stitches in his fucking hand to stop the bleeding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Tarantino was getting ready to yell cut because he could tell he was hurt. And he just kind of gave him a thing without telling him, like, you let this shit roll. And he was like on a fucking roll. And that's the cut they use in the fucking movie. And he did that shit on the fly. And that right there just proves not only how great Quentin Tarantino is to trust his fucking actors, but how great DiCaprio is and how he should have more fucking Oscars than that fucking Revnot bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what that movie should be called? Nature porn. Because <laughs> three hour fucking movie and two and a half of it is just literally walking around looking at fucking snow falling off trees and eagles taking off of mountaintops and shit <coughs> excuse me but that would say how boring that fucking movie is the revenant bro dicaprio wins an academy award for it the director wins for some kind of bullshit and you forget tom hardy's in the motherfucker tom hardy is a great fucking actor and you forget he's even in the fucking movie because that's how boring that shit is. Damn. I still have not sit down to watch that. The only good part is watching him get mauled by the fucking bear, bro. That's what I hear. Like, it's a really great part, but mm. there's not a whole lot more to the movie, but... And watching him cut a fucking horse open. Ugh. Like Han Solo in Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I was back. gonna say. Yeah, he's fucking... He has to live in it, bro, because he's fucking ass naked out there. Because he gets into a river or some shit, and his clothes mm-hmm. are fucked, and it's like negative 10 outside, and... This guy should have died 20 fucking times. But the truth of it is, is the shit's based on a true story. Hugh Glass was a real frontiersman, and he was that bad motherfucker. He killed the bear and wore that bitch out the woods. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It's worth a watch. You know what I mean? I'll watch it. But my wife hasn't seen Django, so I'm going to probably sit down and watch it with her. Oh, I got it at the crib. It's going on the list now. Like I've seen it. Oh, yeah, that's true. I've seen Django. You should fucking watch it again. 
Jonah um, Hill pops up for five minutes and it's fucking great. Don Johnson is great in that shit. Like Sam Jackson, Sam Jackson is great. He is. He's playing a fucking uh, like a head house black man in the mm-hmm. movie or whatever head slave, you know, whatever they call him. Yeah, and uh, you fucking hate him more than you do. I know. That's the one thing I remember about it is like I fucking hate Samuel L. Jackson, even though he's a slave. Like fuck him though. Yep. Exactly, because like you just feel his ruthlessness, man. Mm-hmm. And like I said, him and DiCaprio together, you fucking hate them both so much that you're just like, these are great motherfucking actors. And yeah. that's Quentin that brings the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. Like I said, man, Django, if anybody else, I felt like if anybody else would have tried to make Django, it would not have been anything. Hell no, not even close. And that's what I think about this movie, too. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like if anybody else tried this shit, mm-hmm. it would have fell apart at the seams. Probably because it's a lot to hold together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like he was so secretive when they made it, like they didn't want to give any like he barely would release set photos. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't honestly before I saw the trailer, I didn't know what the fuck this movie was about. I knew it was about the Manson family. Like I heard that like it was supposed to have elements of that. It was supposed to be based in the '60s or whatever. And the, like the first picture they show was DiCaprio and Brad Pitt leaning against that fucking Cadillac. And yeah. I was just like, oh, they look legit. Whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna buy this thing on Blu-ray when it comes out and watch it again a few more times i Shit, love even love, since love we've been movie. talking about it like i want to go back and fucking watch it like mm-hmm. i might go on two dollar or a five dollar day and go watch that bitch again before it leaves the theater it. but uh well that's it for once upon a time in uh hollywood if you haven't seen it in america like i fucking changed my own mind on this one fuck me go watch it like, yeah. you know <laughs> quentin good job bro not your absolute best effort but great fucking solid effort bro yeah way better than hateful eight um, so I know we already talked about doing pie, but can I, I think there's something on your list, but can I like suggest it for myself? Yeah. What's up? 23. Number 23. You want to watch that? Yeah. Because I think it'll go good with pie. Cause I kind of know the concept of it and it's mm. kind of the same concept of pie. And I think that they would be a good complement to each other. Well, like I said, I ain't seen your pie movie, but I know what 23 obviously is about. Yeah. So yeah, we can fuck with it. Yeah. All right, cool. Do you have it or do I need to bring it to you? I think you need to bring it to me. I don't have it. Or uh, I can I'll, just... I'll bring it to work tomorrow or whatever. All right, cool. All right, well, next time we'll be watching Pi and the number 23. Later, everybody. Take it easy. <laughs>